Since we are here in the three weeks, just a few days from Tisha B'Av, and a kiss from Hashem, we're going to be learning the sugyas that we learn on Tisha B'Av. So we are going to take out just one aspect of the shir. It's a very important aspect, the simcha and the humor that we usually have, so that people could, we had requests, different camps, people, if we could do these dapim a little bit more on a serious note, because obviously we're talking about the churban. What does the churban mean to us? Churban based on Mikdash, how is it important to us? We were created, we're born into this world for one reason. Kirvas Elikim, to have a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was destroyed. That, that ability to have that connection to the Rabbani Shalom, the way they had it in those days, is gone forever, for at least for now. The Beis HaMikdash with the Karbanas, with, with everything we had, with Aliyah Laregel, the Simchus Beis HaSheva, the Nevuah, the Vilna Gain says that he, the Vilna Gain, has no musug of what a simple Balabas in those days was. They're godless and their connection to Hagash Baruch. So that's what we lost. Question How many people did the sun stand still for? Yeshua. Who else? That's the one I was looking for. Nagdim Ben Gurion, Yeshua, and Moshe. Very good. Says. The Gemara, and because this daf and the daf I'm coming up are basically double in size in terms of the words, we're going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. We're holding five lines from the bottom of the afternoon, hey, I'm at base. Or maybe it's eight lines. Praiseworthy is a person who's always Afraid, scared. However, if he has a tough heart, he'll fall into the bad. It's because of these three stories that we're going to go into. At least one of them today. The famous Bar Kamsa, a rooster and a hen, the city Turmalka was destroyed. And because of Shaka the Rispak, Betar was destroyed. So Taisus just brings the Gemara that says that this Pasuk was used. It's a beautiful Gemara that Ashri al is referring to somebody who's always fearful, he's going to forget his learning. You have to do Chazara, Chazara, Rabbi Yisai, Chazara. Says the Gemara, And the question is, Okay, there's one bad guy out of the two maybe, but why is Kamtza brought into the picture? What did he do wrong? So the Marsha says that Kamtza and Bar Kamtza are actually father and son. And other Akhranim point out that maybe the son learned his bad midas from his father. That's why the father's thrown into this picture. But the Magidim like to say, and different people take it to their Gadol and their Magid, 
that part of the problem was that there was a person that was insulted here. You know, like sometimes you get hurt. Why didn't he invite me to this chasana? I'm so friendly with him. Why wasn't I invited? So you weren't invited, but show up to the wedding. Go, he's your friend. Go to the wedding. Because he didn't go to the wedding, he wasn't invited and he didn't go. That's also a problem. He, he's a big cause to the whole story. There was a person who loved, his best friend was Kamsa. But his enemy, Bar Kamsa. Very similar name, but different. He made a big feast, and he told his servant, go make sure that Kamsa shows up. He brought Bar Kamsa. See, over here, he should have came by himself. He should have shown up. He finds the master shows up and he sees that Bar Kamsa sitting at his meal. He can't believe his eyes. Speaking in third party, this guy's my enemy. What are you? You, you're my enemy. What are you doing here? My boy Sacha, get out of here. You know, it's very embarrassing. It's very awkward. You want to throw me out in front of everybody? Do me a favor, Shifka, and leave me alone. Let me stay here. I'll even pay you for everything I ate and drank. Get out. He was desperate. He realized the bazillion he's going to have. Let me pay for half the meal. Three times. Like the amount of times that you ask for mechila, three. Three is a number. I'll pay for everything. No way. I hate you. Get out. He's being tough in being mean to somebody else. He grabbed him. He lifted him up and tossed him out of his meal. Omar. So Bar Kamsa said, Since there were Tamil Chachamim there, the Rabbanim were there, and they didn't make a Machah. So you see from here that they agreed to what happened, and that's it. I'm done. Let me master to the king. Kurtz is a lotion of a cake. You, if you mastered, if you snitched on somebody, you got a cake. Let me get some cake from the king. So what exactly is going on here? If he goes to the king and they, and the king actually destroys Yerushalayim, it's going to destroy Barkamsa's house and everything else also. But that's what Kas does. You don't think. You go and... You take revenge on somebody, and that revenge actually hurts you. So what was his trick? He went to the Caesar, he said, the Jews are rebelling. And who told you? Prove it. Send the carbon. And the Pasuk says, here's the Pasuk, What's the extra ish? Even a non-Jew could bring a carbon and we have to accept it. Now you send it and see. We'll see if they'll listen to you and if they'll, they'll accept your carbon. He sent the best of the best. So Barakhan says, he's the shliach, he's bringing the carbon. 
He inflicted a mum on the animal where you can't bring such an animal to the Mizbeach. Benifs Vasayim, the upper lip. Something small. And some say, cataracts is Rashi. In a place where for us, Klai Yisrael, it's considered a mum and an animal. You can't bring such an animal on the Mizbeach. For the non-Jew, it's not a mum. If you want to do a little bit drush, the Sosayim, the Lashon Hara, the Re'iyos Asurois, for us is considered a Chet. For them, it's not considered a Chet. So Rabban said, but nevertheless, even though there's a mum, this could be Pikoch Nefesh, let's, let's do this. Omar Lehu, Reb Zechariah ben Avkulos, says Reb Zechariah, who later on, he didn't speak up. If we do this, they didn't realize the imminent danger. They said, well, if, if you bring a Balmum, an animal with a cataract, so in future generations, they'll say you're allowed to bring your animal with a cataract. So they said, let's kill by our counsel. If he goes and snitches on us, it's all over. Let's kill him. So, They'll say that the reason why we killed Bar Kamsa is because he inflicted the mum on purpose. And that is the Issa de Raisa. Obviously, there's no Chiv Misa, but people are going to get confused. Omar Rabbi Yechinon. And Besanusa Aisha Rabbi Zachary ben Avkulos, Hichrivas Batenu, Besarfas Echaleinu. His patience, his tolerance, Saying, oh, you know what, let's not kill him. In fact, Bar Kamtza was Chayv Misa. Chayv Misa. You have to kill him. That is the Allah. You have to kill him. He's a Roidif. Hashkim Lahargoy. Sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not polite to, to make a Macha. It's not the right thing. Let him live. Eh? That let him live. That one person that you speared against Halacha, because he wanted to be a better mensch or whatever it was. He was, Chas Shalom to talk about Reb Zechariah like that, but he was, he was too patient over here. We're holding it against him. Hechrivas batenu, because of that there was the churban, besarvas echaleinu, viglisonu maritzeinu, tens of millions of Yidin died because of it. Shadu levayu l'nir in Kesar. The Vilna Gaon just says, real quickly, we've got to move. Vilna Gaon says, Anova over here means literally Anova, and that Reb Zechariah was a, such an honor, he held himself as the smallest of the Sanhedrin. And the smallest of the Sanhedrin speaks first. But because he spoke first, nobody else wanted to speak after him, and that, that's what caused there the problem. Medjushaykh said that he was, the, said that he was also the person at the party who didn't, who didn't say anything. He was, yeah, it was the Rabbanon over there. The so, yeah, the I hear. And then, Midah connected Midah, sort of. Shalei Levayu, the so he sent against them to the to the to Nira and the Caesar Kikaasi, shot the Nira the Mizrach. He did sort some sort of simile, wanted to see if it's gonna work. So he shot an arrow to the east and it fell in Yerushalayim Benes, it fell in Yerushalayim Lemayrav to the west, also Nafal Bishalaim. Any direction he shot the arrow, the Arab Ruchis Shemaim, all four directions, also Nafal Bishalaim, it fell in Yerushalayim. Omele Linuka, another simile wanted to know, slightly psukach, like we had in the Megillah. What are you learning in Khaidr? Omar Lei, Venosatis Nikmosi, Beedoim, Viad Ami Yisro. 
Sometimes you go to a Pasuk, whatever the Pasuk says, you do a Goyer Lagra, open up a Pasuk. What does the kid say? I'm going to take revenge in Edom, in Esau of Edom. Omar, so the Caesar says, First of all, I see that Kajbarch wants to destroy the Beis Amigdash. But he's going to take it out on me. I'm going to be the scapegoat. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get punishment. Orak, Ozal, the Geyer, he ran away. And he became a Ger. He became a Ger and sort of like Rus, you know, something special happened. Rebbe Meir came out of it. So, Niroin, I guess right before he became a Ger, Sent to Aspasianos, come, you become, you come take over. Also, Tzara Allah So he surrounded Yerushalayim three years. There are three very wealthy people in Yerushalayim. Nagdima ben Guriyot ben Kalba Savua. Kalba Savua, we're familiar with the father in law of uh, Rebbe Kiva, who ben Tzitzis Akeses. Nagdima ben Guriyot, Shenogdolay Chamba Avuroy. The son stopped for him. What happened? He borrowed. 12 wells of water for the early regalim, and he promised that if he doesn't pay back on time, he'll give 12 huge chunks of silver, and it didn't rain, and the day that he had to pay up, he said, pay up, he says, don't worry, there's plenty of time in the day, and then the, and the guy was laughing, he went to the base of Migdal, she dove, and he said, I didn't do this for me, I did it for you, for your children, and sure enough, it started raining, but the guy said, listen, it rained, it was too late, it's already after Shkia, and then, the clouds moved and the, the, the world saw that the sun is still shining. So that's the, that was the nace that happened over there. He went back. Uh, the whole story over there. Ben Kabul Savua, why is he called the Kelev, a dog? Uh, a uh, satiated dog? If you go into his house, hungry like a dog, which is, I guess, a huge level of hunger. Dog is always hungry. Even if you go in very hungry, you come out full. He's big machen soyrech. Ben tzitzis hakeses. Shosh tzitzos and igreres agavik sosos. His tzitzis were always on a red carpet. They always put pillows under him wherever he walked. Igdarmi shosh kisos kistoi mutels ben gdoli remi. His name was Ben tzitzis, says Rashi. But his nickname, kistoi keses, is because he hung out with the, uh, with the big politicians of Rome. Chalam alu ano zan alu sorry. One of the three said, let me support Klai Yisrael with grain and barley. Let me give them wine, which is one of the big staples in those days. You couldn't live without wine and with salt and with oil. With the wood. Says the Gemara, something you wouldn't believe. The one who gave the wood, Chacham said, he did the best. He was, that was the highest madrigue. Why? The Rav Chizda, all his keys have a Mosar, He wouldn't let anybody hold the key besides the key to the wood. He wouldn't give it to anyone. That he would hold in his own pocket, which now I just remember the Mises. So if it came up, I'll tell you when I was a kid, I used to go to Rav Shach every month in Shabbos. With, my father used to learn with him in Chavrusa. And my father, Rav Shach, once asked me if I could photocopy my father's Chidushim. So I photocopied the Chidushim and I went to him during the week, knocked on the door, what do you want? I want to give it to So I went in to Rav Shach. As a kid, a little kid, I gave him my father's photocopies. So he stood up and he had a key in his pocket. He took the key out and he opened up 
like one of the things in his closet that he sat behind him to open up the door and put the chidushim in, then he locked it and he put the key back in. So there's certain things in his house that he was the only one that had a key. Nobody else had the key. Domer Rav Chizda, Akalva Dechitei Ba'yishitin, Akalva Dechitei. For one, for one storehouse of wheat, you need shitin kalva de That's how many more wood you need. See, wood is much more. It's a, it's something. If if you're you're talking about a time that there was, there was um, how do you say they surrounded the city. They were there was a siege, so there was no wood. Wood was more important than the chita. But the Gemara says that they had enough supply to last for 21 years. 21 years, you could just let the enemy sit outside and dry out and leave. Says the Gemara, but that's not what happened. Like in every generation, in every city, you have the bums. Let's go make peace. No, they were the type, you got to go to war, you got to kill them. No. Let's go to war. It's not going to work. It's not going to help. So they went ahead and they burnt all the 21 year supply of the wheat and the barley. And there was a famine and that forced Israel to go to, they figured it's going to force them to go to war. I mentioned not long ago about this general Hernan Cortez lived 500 years ago. He went to war I think to Mexico or something, and he burnt his ships. He sunk all the ships, told the soldiers, that's it. There's no way that way. The only way is forward war, so that they shouldn't think for a second that they could escape that way. And that's the same idea here. There's no way to, we're not going to be able to survive 21 years. Either we fight, or it's over. The Biryayim, they don't listen to Chachamim. Says Gemara Matar Baba Jesus, there's a woman, Marta. Another wealthy woman in Yerushalayim, she sent her messenger and she said, go buy me some gishmaka bread from the fine flour. Famine. Nothing left. So she comes back and he says, uh, the fine bread is gone. There's white bread. No, so why don't you buy the white bread? I didn't think about it. I was told, buy this, that's all I'm buying. Armelay, zil icily. Buy the, the white bread then. And the ozel is dabbing. Until he got back, it was gone. Osav Armelay, some, the whole wheat stuff, the, the coarse stuff. Armelay, zil icily. So go buy it. And the ozel is dabbing. Until he got back, it was sold. Osav Armelay, gushkareleke, kimcha desari ike. I could get you some barley bread. No, no nothing left with the wheat. But by the time he got back, it's too late. Why is the Gemara telling us a story about a shaita, about a guy? He didn't hop on his own. He couldn't, couldn't figure it out. One plus one equals two. Okay, so there's no, no fight. So by the next thing in line, I, you have to, and every time he comes back, he didn't learn the second time, third time. It's a lesson for us that we also sometimes, we think to ourselves, huh? If I, if I can't learn Bi'iyun, the best of the best, so I might as well not learn at all. No, sometimes you have to compromise. You don't have the Iyun, you learn the Bikiyas. You don't have the Bikiyas, you learn some Chumash. But learn something, something. If a person doesn't put on tefillin 
She said, that's it. No, it's not that's it. So put it on for one minute before Shkia, but put it on. Chaparayin, at least something. So it's a lesson for everybody. She didn't have her shoes on. This wealthy woman, Funekes. Let me go see if there's anything left. So she, she stepped on a piece of dung. Umesa, and from she was such a mufuneka, she was so sensitive to stuff, she died just from being a mufunak. The, the soft, refined person in you, Bahanuga. I don't know how to say it in English. A lot of pleasure. Mm. Uh, pampered, pampered. She never tried stepping without a shoe. Igidami, Gregor is the Rebbe Tzadik she ate the leftover figs that Rebbe Tzadik sucked the juices out of. Ve'itnesa, Rashi says, she, she, the smell of his disease, as the Gemara is going to say, he was a sick man, just, that was what caused her to die from Ve'itnesa, from her, she was very mefunak, umesa. The Rebbe Tzadik, what happened with Rebbe Tzadik Yosef, Arban Shnir B'Taneisa, he sat 40 years in the times of Lelich Yerushalayim, that the Yerushalayim should be destroyed. Kav'ochamid, they have a mischit, when he ate something, you could see it go down his throat. Just he was so skinny, it popped. And when he was a little healthier, he would he would suck their waters. So he couldn't eat a, a fig. That was way too much for him. Like Lahavdil um, after the war, it's known when when the Americans came in and they started throwing Hershey bars and food to the. To the, to the people that, 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 that made it through the war, they ate the food and they, they exploded. They, 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 their stomachs couldn't take it. They were nifted from it. Here also, the, he, he couldn't eat a whole fig. He could, he could suck on the juices of the fig, which reminds me of another story that there was a... I have to see where, where this came from, but it's a, either way, there's a Musar Haskell to the story. On the final day in one of the camps, the Nazis, the Yemach Shalom, decided to give out Rolls as a, like a, a, a bringing bells, bells as, as a goodbye gift. And there was one year that was all the way at the back of the line. So the guy said, You know what? Here, here take an extra roll. Took the extra roll. And as he's going back to the bunk, these uh, Russian guy him surrounded and said, We saw that you got that extra one. And they took his rolls. And he had a breakdown. He said, like, I finally get a roll. I finally get something. And they take it away from me. And he went to sleep hungry. He wakes up in the morning and, and it's light. Outside, he's like, what's going on? The first time in three years that he woke up when there was light. He had to wake up for tugs. And he looks around and he sees everybody's dead. The Nazis put poison in his roll, in the rolls, and he was saved. Sometimes what's bad is good. What's good is bad. <laughs> when she was dying, she threw out all her gold and silver. She threw it into the, into the streets. What do I need this for? And when I was reading this Gemara, I was thinking about Dr. Epstein who's sitting right over here who told me when he moved to Yisrael and he lives right below me, an apartment below me. His apartment, I'm assuming, is 25% the size of his house that he had in Skokie, Illinois. Lived next to him over there. Right, Avi? Something like that. 25%. He said, all my stuff that I accumulated over the years, all my stuff, it's nothing. I'm giving it away. Can't even sell it. The piano that doesn't fit in his house and all the cloud, everything. You know what? All the stuff, it's just stuff. We're not bringing with us. The Kesevin Zav into the street. 
Their, their, their silver, their money into the streets, they'll throw it. This man, he was the head of the bums in Yerushalayim. He had pull with the, with the bums. I want to make a private meeting with you. When are you going to stop doing your, your little tricks and, and killing the whole nation with the starvation? What I do? If I say anything, they'll kill me. Figure out a way that I could get out of the out of the city, out of Yerushalayim. Maybe I'll make a small little save over here, which actually happened. He made a small save. Pretend that you're very sick. And then bring something that smells really bad. Like a dead animal and put it by you. Hide it under your blanket and everybody will smell it and they'll say, oh. And everybody Just let your Talmidim come in. And don't let anybody else carry you. They shouldn't feel that you are light. We know a person can balance himself in a certain way. They were able to tell who's dead and who's alive. Don't let them carry you. He did it. When they came to the gate, these biryanim, the bombs of Yerushalayim, wanted to stab the God Lador, Rabbi Yechim Zakai's body, to see if he's really dead. They're going to say, What? They, the guy are going to say, Look, look at these Jews. They stabbed their, their Rebbe. At least push him, shove him. What are you going to do? What are you crazy? You're going to push a dead rub? So they opened up the door and he went out. He got to the to the Romans, he tells us, Pasionos, your majesty, for that alone, you would be put to death twice. First of all, I'm not the king, I'm just the Caesar. I'm not, yeah, I'm just the, the general, and you're calling me the, the king. And if I'm the king, so what happened that now all of a sudden you show up? Our boy said like on Rosh Hashanah, we scream, Melech, Hashem Melech. But where are you today? How come you're not here the whole year? One day a year you show up. What are you coming today? The fact that you're upset that I called you a Melech, in truth you are in the, in the future going to be the king. And I'll prove it to you. If you're not the king, you wouldn't be able to capture Yerushalayim. And the Gemara, says, the Levonin, which is Yerushalayim, through a king. So if you're just a general, you wouldn't be able to conquer Yerushalayim. You have to be a king to conquer Yerushalayim. And Levonin says, Rashi, a lotion of Lavon. It, that was another unbelievable thing in the Beis Hamidah. You bring a carbon and that's it. It raises your Averis. I mean, you see from here the tremendous emunah that Rebbechim Zakai had. He understood Pshat in the Pasuk, and based on that Pshat that he understood, it wasn't just Torah and a Pshat. He risked his life. He went out and called him king, knowing that based on this Pasuk, he's really going to be the king. Sponsored by Mordechai Zapaznik, in my honor, and by the MDY Tehillim group. Tehillim, 
dot mdy min daf dot com. Om alei ilu chavish al dvash. So the the aspasionist tells him ilu chavish al dvash. We're talking bar. Oh, the karmen see malko ano. Am I like process the kaboy? I didn't know. You're upset at me. How come I didn't come until now? Regarding this case, this bon loishav kinon the beryonim the strong guys the bums they didn't let me come. Omerlei, what were you so scared of them? You had a barrel of honey and you had a snake wrapped around it. Wouldn't they break the barrel? Get, get the snake out? Ishtik, you didn't know what to do. In other words, you should have broken down the walls. Get rid of, let us come in. You get rid of these guys. Destroy your city, but get rid of them. Ishtik, you didn't have what to say. He, he turned around the Chacham, Achar, backwards, Vedaitam Yisakil. He, he took the, the Mayach, the, the intelligence of the Chacham, and he, he, he was Misakil. He, he, he wasn't intelligent anymore. He couldn't answer. Why? He could have answered. You don't have to destroy the city. We're waiting for an opportunity to destroy this Biryani. Without destroying the city, why do I have to destroy the city? Save the barrel, destroy the snake, grab the snake by, by a plier, by a tag, and then get rid of him. So then this messenger shows up from Rome, and he says to Aspasionus, come stand up, your majesty. The mislay case are Caesar's dead. And the nobleman of Rome said, you are the one that should take over. So, Rebbechim Zakai's nevuah, his Ruch HaKodesh, came to fruition right then and there. He's only wearing one shoe. He tried to put his second shoe on, it didn't fit. And he tried to take, remove the one shoe he had on and it wouldn't come off. What's going on here? Rebbechim Zakai tells him, don't be sad. When you hear something positive, so he's, again, he's taking the Torah and he's, it's life. Explains what's going on here. The, your bones fatten. So what should I do? Bring a guy that you don't really like that much, somebody you hate, and bring him in front of you. This the Ruach, the spirit, that's downtrodden, the tiyavish guard. It'll dry up the, the bones. So you see from here, a, a pellet de gazach, that, and, and dvarim you do him, that when you have an enemy, when you're upset at that enemy, you're causing yourself grief. It, it's hurting your own body in a physical way, literally hurting you. So you mevater him, you moichel him, you're not moichel him, you're, you're helping yourself. To the point you could come out of your shoes, literally come out of your shoes. And he, he did that and he was able to put on his other shoe. Since he's so smart, you're very smart. Why didn't you come to me beforehand? I told you already. stopping me. I know that you told me and I told you that it's like a, a barrel with a snake. So he says, Aspasino says, listen, I gotta go. I'm king. I'm out of here. We're gonna bring somebody else instead. But 
Ask me for one thing and I'll give it to you. Give me the G'day Adar, which is Shilta Durem Gamliel, and this chart right over here, the, the Nasi Rim Gamliel, oh, I think, yeah, right over there, which he comes from a whole, Hila Zokim was the Nasi Rim Shimon, it's just generations in the Siyim that goes all the way back to David HaMelech, let the Messiah stay. <coughs> Which in fact, because it stayed, look at us, we're learning Gemara now because of Rebbe, who's on the bottom, Rebbe Anasi, who wrote the Mishnah. So because Rechim Zakai escaped and did that whole thing, we have Shishu Sidri Mishnah and everything else that we have today. Because the Chachamim the, Yavna, they rebuilt Torah. And also we need the Remedy for Rabbi Tzaddik who is sick. You see from here another very, very important thing that when we talk about the Shoah and the six million Yidin that were Nifter, we also have to talk about what? That were, that were murdered. We also have to talk about the, the tremendous amount of Torah that was taken from us. All the G'dayla Hadar and the tremendous amount of Svarim and everything else. And now you see over here, that he wanted to save the Torah. That was the most important thing to him, is the Torah. The whole Chorban that they had and everything. He could have saved maybe more people. But for him it was important to save the Yavn of Chachomel. Kori Aleir of Yosef, Yitema Rabbi Akiva. Meish Chachomim Ochor, Vedaitim Yisakel. Again, this is the same that we had before. Nakash Baruch took away his Seichel for that moment. Why? You know what? Just... Give us a pass. Give all of Klai Yisrael a pass. Just this one time. No, so why didn't he? I can't ask too much. Let me at least get something that they'll be willing to give. He said one thing. I asked for three. No, but it's, it's still something doable. That's all put in. If I ask too much, I won't even get a little. What's this medicine that we're talking about? So remember, Reb Tzaddik was in a fast for 40 years and he was very, very, he was just emaciated. So they, they couldn't give him food. So they gave him this bran water. They added to the bran water, maybe a little bit more bran, but a little bit flour. They kept on adding a little bit of nutrition to the, to the water until it became something that his stomach was able to tolerate. Then they gave him flour water, but not, of course, real flour bread. His intestines enlarged, purta, purta, slowly, slowly, little by little, he was able to eat. And he sent Titus to take over Yerushalayim. This, where's, where's their, the Rebbeinu Shalom, where's their, 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 their God? The rock that they, they take shelter under from. He insulted, he slandered, what did he do? He did the worst thing imaginable. I don't know, Gary, are you able to show the Kodesh HaKadoshim over here? Got it? Should I stand up? Oh, I don't even have This right over here is Kodesh This small area right here. Kodesh This is the Azara. 
in the in the back part, right there. Okay, went in there and brought in a zayna, but not stam. and he took a sefer Torah, used it as a as a bed. The morale says it doesn't literally mean a zayna. Maybe it means he brought in Avi the Zara there. It's also called a zayna. Okay, v'notol saiv v'gider separoichos. He took a sword and he slashed the paroiches, the, the curtain that separates the heichal from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It, was, it, was it wasn't a solid wall, it was a, a curtain with beautiful depictions of animals. Yoshi did a drawing here. There's blood that dripped right out of the paroiches. There's an ace. And he thought that he killed himself. Now, obviously, himself doesn't mean himself. Himself is a way that the Gemara talks about the Rebbeinah Shlele. Says it in an obscure way, not to say, oh, he thought he killed. Rebbeinah Shlele asks, what, Titus was a shaita? He was a tippish. Titus thought that he could kill the Rebbeinah Shlele. He thought Hashem, he killed Hashem. Nobody in the right mind thinks that. He says that, Death means a removal, a stalkos. You remove from this world. When he saw the blood, he thought it was a simon from Hashem that Hashem removed himself from Klai Yisrael. Hashem is gone. He, le- he actually did. He left the Beis Migdash and went up, or he removed whatever was there in the Beis Migdash and removed that part. So to that effect, he was right. That it, not that he did it, but that Hashem was misalk himself. Shinemar, Shagu, Tsarecha, they they scream your Tsarim, Bekerim, Yadecha, in your in the place that you meet in the base of English. Some oisam oisais. Alchonoimer, Michomoycha Hassan, who's like you that's strong, Ka Hashem. Michomoycha Hassan, because who's strong as you and tough. Shatashimani, Yutsa, Vigiduvish, Eliza Rosh, Vishaisek, you heard him. Insulting you and you didn't say anything, you were quiet. The very small Hashem, we say it every day. you could also read it, who's like you that's a mute that didn't say anything. He took the baroiches, the curtain, and he made it into some sort of sack. The baroiches also to show that it was, it was bloody and that his story is real. And he took the menaira and the shulchan and he put it inside the sack. So, everybody knows, in Rome, I was actually there, and there's the Shar Titus, the, the, the gate of Titus, and in the, the gate, the, in the circle, on the side wall, there's the depiction of, and it's the, the picture on the left, the depiction of the Menorah. And the, the famous Rav Kahneman, when he went there, he saw it, he said, Titus, Titus, where are you? Klai Yisrael is here, we're here to stay. All the, we're the only nation that survived. Only nation. You have the Romans, the Bavliim, and the, the, all, the, all the biggest, biggest em, empires. The only nation that ever remained as a nation, as a people, is Klai Yisrael. Shinemar. Uvachin Reis Yisrael Shom Kvurim Uvavau. 
And then we forgot what happened that Titus did in the city. They came together. They praised. He took the menorah to pray. Look, look what I found. Look what the shawl that I brought back from Yishalayim. Look at this beautiful menorah. Look at this beautiful shulchan. No, it's referring to the things that were buried. It was an Einish that whatever the Jews hid, actually they were able, the Goyim were able to find and uncover and bury and bring back. So a big storm came and was going to drown him. He starts talking to the Rabbani Shalom. Oh, all your Gvura always happens with water, but Paray you drown Paray, but Sisra Tvoy Bamaim. You're trying to get me also in water. Im Gibaru, he's fighting with the Rabbani Shalom, Rashim Rusha. If you're so strong, let's see you fight me on, on, on the ground. I guess he figured he's going to die anyways, but he might as well buy himself some time. He's now going to take another week or two to get to the Abasha. You're the descendant of Russia. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to bother fighting with you. I'm going to give you the lightest animal. The animal, it's a little mosquito. A little fly. Why are you calling a light animal? The isla it could eat. Umapkna, umapkna lesla doesn't doesn't use a restroom. Doesn't it's just one way in. I'll let the, the mosquito fight you. So the mosquito went into his nose. Started eating away at his brain for seven years. So he had this pounding noise and 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 just. Complete aggravation. He went by a blacksmith. Here's the, the, the guy with the hammer banging on the metal. He heard the hammer banging on the metal. And the mosquito was frightened by the sound. Stopped eating his brain. Oh, I have a way out of this. All I need to do is sit there by a guy banging on a hammer on metal. Metal to metal, it's a grace of You can imagine how bad the other sound was. So they kept on bringing these guys in to bang. If he was a non-Jew, he paid him. He said, I'm not paying you anything. He could see just the hana that you have, that your enemy is suffering like this, that's your payment. This remedy was good for 30 days. Given the dosh dosh, once the uh, mosquito got used to the noise, it got used to it and started eating his brain again. I was there by the, by the nobleman, Ukshmeis, and when Titus died, they opened up his brain. And they found a bird, a drawer. Some say it's this bird, that bird, one of these two birds. It weighed a, a tremendous amount, like a, a pound or two. This mosquito had a mouth of copper, and its nails show barzel of metal. And when he was dying, he said, they should cremate him, burn him, and they should spread his ashes on seven seas. So that Hakadosh Baruch shouldn't find him and put him to din. Says the Gemara, Uncles Bar Kolinikus, the famous Targum Uncles that we have today. 
Barachosid the Titus have the Kalinkus was the nephew of Titus. Have a boy like Giri, he wants to become a Ger. Also, ask the Titus bin Gida. So he went to take out the Neshama, to bring the Neshama down. Like by Shmuel, they say, people say that till this day, Ouija board, it's not Ouija board. That kind of idea of to talk to a Neshama. He asked Titus, who's considered great in the next world? What do you think about me becoming Ger? They have way too many mitzvahs. It's very hard and difficult to keep all the mitzvahs. Go fight with them. Start out with them. Then you'll become something special. Those who become the heads. So what's your punishment? This, I myself gave my punishment. I said that they should spread my ashes in seven oceans. Like the, like the Reish Chachm always talks about the Gehenim uh, is bringing from here to there, whatever that means. That itself is a tzar. They, they have to gather his parts from seven different seas. And then they do a din every single day. And then they burn him. And then they go back and they spread it on seven seas. We should see Mashiach Bekarayv. Being that it's uh, the three weeks, just a few days before Tisha B'Av, so we will be learning the Gemaras of Tisha B'Av that happened to fall out on today's daf, daf nun zayin, nun vav, and uh, we'll do it without the leitzonus and the uh, simcha that we typically have. I just want to show two pictures that um, this is what Tisha B'Av is all about. Le'ilu nishmas, Rusbas Mordechai, and we'll get to the other sponsors in a second. This is a picture of Achdos. For me, this was probably my favorite picture of the tour. And in this picture you see in the center is Tani Palak. And on the left is a famous chassid from Awashir, Ari Bernhak. And all the way to the right is Morty, what's his name? Strauss. Strauss. Morty Strauss is a very big tzaddik. So he has, he has a ring on his finger on, one, on the one hand. You have Tani Palak who went to YU, I think, and our chassid. All together singing Ba'achtos. It's, it's unbelievable. And this will bring Mashiach Rabbi Yisai. But Morty, all the way to the right, he just donated his kidney yesterday and he's learning the da. As, and I spoke to somebody else just this week who donated his kidney and told me it took at least two weeks just the pain, enormous amount of pain from surgery. I don't want to scare anybody. But it's not a joke. You don't just go in there and come out a half hour later. It's until you can even get back. He said every time he sneezed, it hurt him. Every time you cough, because it's all core. It's a big uh, sacrifice and it's tremendous chesed. And here we have just today, uh, Rabbi P.C. Levin. He's at the baseball game, the uh, Hatzala versus the New York Police Department. And he recruited 25 new people to tire. 25. You can even see Doe Farkas at, in, on his screen over there. The, the Kuala sponsored, anonymous from Lakewood. My mother-in-law, Shalamis Esther has Bela, she should have her full Shlema. The Koyal, Lilishma Zachai Bemoisha, Lilishma Spisal Bemoisha, the Koyal, Paras Hayoim, Kolev Frickers, Mazel Masuda Bas Eliyahu. The Masech, the sponsor by Moshe Bandit, thank Hashem that I'm able to thank you for everything that I have. 
Parnas Hachodesh, Jeff Rasner, Lulinishmas, Yisipsim Chachayim, Ben Shlomo Yehuda. Parnas Hachodesh, like in Levitic families, like in New Jersey, because Torah and Achdus are the best Segula. Parnas Hachodesh, Lulinishmas, Chayim, Bas Yosef, Parnas Hachodesh, Refor Shlema, Fatinoik, Ben Bela, Fredel, and the art of the month for complete Refor, for Chayim Tzvi, Ben Lea. Rabbi Isai, we're continuing the Sugya. Daphne Zayin, I have to tell you, as I was preparing the Shir, I cried many times. Bezer Hashem, we're going to hold it together. Very sad stories of the Churban. We had that Unkelos, the famous Targum Unkelos, famous Ger, before he became a Ger, he wanted to find out if he should become a Ger. And he brought down the Neshama, he brought down Titus, and now Ozal Aski Lebilam. Before we get into it, I wanted to tell you a big chiddush that happened yesterday in the Kail that I, I wasn't aware of. It says yesterday in the Gemara, the Niroin, he did tshuva, he became a ger. And it says, Nofak Minei, he had Rebbe Meir. How many generations later, Rabbi Yisai was Rebbe Meir from Niroin? I couldn't believe it. The Belzer told me he was actually his son. Rebbe Meir was Niroin's son, he proved it. And we didn't believe it. And the Rambam actually says it, the Shittim Kubetzah says he was actually his son. Nafak Minei, it seems like, you know, generations later. No. Wanted to share that with you. Ozal, Askil Bilam Benegida, he brought down, with Kishof, he brought down the Neshama, which is awesome in the Raisa. Omar who's considered great in, in the world to come? Omar Lei Yisrael, Klai Yisrael. Maladabukibu, what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea to become a Jew? Omar Lei, he took a passage from the Torah that we have uh, Isser. He said, no, it's referring to Klai Yisrael. You see from here, that a person who's a Russia remains a Russia in Oilom Ames. He doesn't change. Nothing changes over there. He was a Shakran and a Russia. He, he remained a Shakran. He didn't say the truth. Tell me what, how, how did they punish you? Boiling zera. Says Rashi, it's a midah connected midah because he had the eitzah that Klai Yisrael should be mizana with Bnei Ismayev. So he got punished with zerah. He went and he brought the neshama of Poishe. It's, it's a very hidden lashon over here because it says it in plural like there's many Rishayim. If you look around in the art school, you're not going to find who this, is, who this is, but it's obvious that it's talking about a certain person that we cannot really mention because of uh, different reasons. So, one of the fathers who's a, a Jew that, that learned in Yeshiva, who's considered in the world to come? What do you think about becoming a Jew? Go with the good. Don't try to harm them. If you try to harm them, it's like poking the pupil of the eye. It's going to hurt you. I thought this is fascinating. That's all he got for the hundreds of millions of people. What's your din over there? Boiling. Soya, the Omar Mar, Kalamalag Adiv Chachamim, that who pokes fun at Chachamim, Nidon Bitsori Sachas, his Oynish is boiling soya. Tochazi, says Gemara, Mabin Pesh Yisrael in the Viu, Misaoylam, a guy that went off the derech is greater than Bilam Arasha. 
Bilam lied. He said, don't, don't become Jewish. And he, he had to admit the truth. You should become Jewish. Going back to Kamsa Bar Kamsa. The whole story that Kamsa was so embarrassed. He didn't want to leave the, the party. He begged for his life. He said, I'll pay for the party. And because uh, they didn't listen to him, he went and he, he did the Churban Abayi. Sorry, Bar Kamsa. Bar Kamsa went and Akash helped him. Akash Sayyid to the Ivri Avera. Why? Akash felt bad for him. He had a busha. That's what you want to do. You want to burn my house down, burn it. We learned because of the chicken, the hen, and the rooster, Turmalka, Hara Melech. Stop a question. How do you say Hara Melech in English or in German? It's a very famous name. Kenigsburg. Kenig is a king. Turmalka. It was destroyed. Hara Melech. When they would take out the chasen and kala, they would bring out a hen and a rooster. It was a simon bracha. Should multiply like the roosters, like the chickens. Every day, chicken lays a lays an egg. Every day, a bunch of Romans came by. They thought it was funny to take away their minog. Of having a chicken, so they, they took the chicken. The Jews struck the Romans, beat them up. So they went and they told the Caesar, Look, now the Jews not paying attention that, yeah, there's five soldiers here, but they're backed by millions over there. Let's beat these guys up. Very good. You beat them up, and now they're going to snitch. The Jews rebelled. So the Romans came. And destroy them. Says the Gemara. Oh, hold on. We have a picture here. Yoshi drew something. Look over this. Mamish, not, not AI. Straight out uh, from scratch. Takes a long time, these things. There's a southerner over there from Doraim. He, he jumped very far, very athletic guy, and he was killing Romans left and right. Shakli, Kesar, Latoge. So the Caesar took his crown, he put it down on the ground. Omar, de Almakula, Kule. What does uh, the, the Caesar do? He dives to Rebunish Leil. When he sees it's not going well for him, he knew who to dive into. Don't let that person, third person, don't let me. Go down. Don't let one person destroy my, my whole kingdom. Actually, So this Jew, slipped. You, Hashem, you left us, you forsake us. You're not going to, it's like, you left us. And you're not going to help our army. You're not going to help us. I'll do it myself, he says. And that was his punishment. Because he said these words, he got punished. David Nami says the Gemara, but it's a possible to heal him. Says the Gemara, David Masma. It depends how you say it. David was saying it in a question. Did you leave us? 
And he said it as a, as a <laughs> statement. Hashem, you left us. I don't need you. I can do it myself. I have my own ear force. I'm great. All the base hakise. So he goes to the bathroom. Also, a snake came. He took out his intestines. He already was in a vulnerable position. He was able to go in, take out his intestines, and he killed him. Omar, now the Caesar sees an ace. Here's a guy jumping, killing, destroying his army. Suddenly he's dead. And in two minutes, the guy's dead after he davened. He realized that it has to do with his tefillah. I'm going to let Klai Yisrael alone. I'm going to leave them. Shafkinu left them. Klai Yisrael was happy. They danced. They drank and they ate. So here's uh, a signet, uh, a ring, that uh, an antique ring. The light, it was, there was so much light from the candles that when you were a kilometer away, you were able to read what was on, in a very dark night, you were able to read the, what was on the signet. The Jews are happy, but like poking fun at me, as if they beat me. I let them go. They didn't beat me. <laughs> let me show them. So he went back and he destroyed the Jews. In other words, again, the idea that Kleisrael felt that they did it. They didn't realize that he didn't run away from them. Hakush made him turn around. And they, they, they shouldn't have partied like that. Omar Avasit Lasme Alfish, Lifi Saifa, Olu Turmalko. 300,000 sword wielding. Soldiers came to Turmalka, imagine 300,000 people killing for three days straight. 24 hours straight for three days. That's how many people died. On one side of Hartu, Haramelech, there was a big party going on. It seems like there was a. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good thing. Like they weren't, there wasn't Achtos maybe. It was like one side they were parting without even realizing that the other side was being destroyed. Who consumed, he didn't have any mercy. Sixty thousand cities on this Haramelech, on this on this mountain. So we read it. It's hard to say. Is it it's it's a guzma, not a guzma? The Gemara says six thousand cities on one on one six hundred thousand, sorry, six hundred thousand. Shishim Reboy. Reboy is ten thousand, sixty times ten thousand. And each one had 600,000 people. Do the math. Billions. There were three of these cities that had 1.2 million, 600,000 times two. These are the cities. In Shas, 400 is always a guzma. Always. 400 parcel, 400 barrels. 400 is a, is a lot. But they say also 60. 60 is also Lashon and Guzma. Zagmar is going to say Mephorish. These are the three cities. Kfar Bish, Kfar Shechalayim, Kfar Dechariah. Kfar Bish. What is Bish bad? What is, what's bad about it? They wouldn't do Achnas Tzor. The Chavetz Chaim, he says that people, when he gives Musa to people with, uh, that have a problem with Achnas Tzor, he says, 
that a lot of people, they don't do Achnas because they feel like their house is not worthy. I don't have a good, nice enough house. It's embarrassing to, to host these people. Or I don't have good enough food. Sometimes it's, my house is too nice for people. So they, I don't want to mess it up, whatever it is. But he says, that's not an excuse. If there are other houses that will host them, okay, fine. But if there's nobody else, you can't say that they should sleep in the street. There's not Chazarchim just because my house is not nice enough. There's a story with Rebbe Yashiv. Uh, it's known, I mentioned it the other day, that Rebbe Yashiv was very, very quick with people. He didn't have patience for just the shmuz. There's no shmuzing with him. Even by his own kids' chasanas. He went in, chuppah, right after the chuppah basically went home to learn. So people were very concerned almost that there was a, there was a siren in, in Eretz Yisrael during the war and they all had to go into the Cheder Mugan. They went in, it was, they were in Rebbe Yashiv's house asking questions and they went into the, to the room. And as they're in the room, he says, what's your name? How are you? What's pshat? How, what happened to you? He said, now they're my guests. Before, they were just coming and bothering me, asking me questions. But now that they're in my room, in the Chedim Mugan, now they're guests, now I have to treat them a little differently. So, Gemara. So, they weren't very good with Achazarchim, so it's called a bad city. Kfar Shechalayim. Why is it called Shechalayim? Shehoisa, Parnasasan, Minchechalayim. This is Kress. This is, so, they were named after what they would grow over there. Kfar Dechariah. Well, why is it called the village of Males, first they have a boy, then they have a girl. Says, I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking the 600,000 cities. I saw that whole mountain. Even 600,000 bamboo reeds, you, you can't even fit on this mountain. So it's a guzma. So a guy that was off the derech tells Rabbi Hanino, you guys are liars. How could you, how could you say there's so many people that died over there? There's millions, billions. Eretz Yisrael is considered the land of the deer. It says about Eretz Yisrael. When you take off the hide of a deer and then you try to put it back on, it can't fit. It's able to contain it while it's on. Eretz Yisrael when Klai Yisrael is there, then there's plenty of room. Then it contracts. They're all sing together. If you have anything to say about this place, say There's a story about an engaged man and woman. In those days, engagement means there was a ring. They were Mekudosh. They were captured by the Goyim. And they married them together. Omer Allah, an incredible story. The wife tells the husband, don't touch me. Since we didn't write a Ksuba, we got married in captivity. We don't have a Ksuba. And it's also to live with your wife without a Ksuba. And he never touched her. Omer Lahan, she said when he died, he controlled the Sahara more than Yosef at Tzadik. That one time that the Messiahed, yes, he had a lot of Messiahinas, but the, the main time was a one time thing when everybody left the house. This was every single day of their marriage. 
Yosef didn't have to be in one bed, and they lived together in one bed. It's more of a yetzer when it's mutter. It's an incredible story. The story is about, I heard the story many times. I, I don't understand the story really, but they say the story, so I must have a lot of, and they said about Ramesh Feinstein also, they said for eight years, but there was a, there was a couple that a Russian older couple and, and, the, and the, the husband died without children. So nobody knew what to say about the Leviah. So the wife said, you know what, I'm going to speak. And she said, we didn't have children because we lived in Russia. And there's no mikveh there. And when we came to Eretz Yisrael, it was already too late. So the... The grain cost 40 moidiyas. You can buy 40 moidiyas for one dinner. This was a very special place that based on the fact that the market crashed, 140th went down. They were able to tell it was only 140th, but for them it was a crash. It must be that something is going on. Something behind the scenes, somebody did some sort of Avera, something. This is like the Spitz Avera a person can do. A father and a son together with a Naira Murasa, a Psula who's between 12 and 12 and a half, engaged. She, she's considered a Shish because she's engaged with a ring, with Kesef. Anyim Kippur, they were even Avera. So they killed them. That's how perfect this place was. There's one Avera. When they got rid of the Avera, everything went back to its place. There's a person who wanted to divorce his wife, Isaac Subasim She had a very large Suba and he couldn't afford it, he didn't want to pay it. Also, he did a tremendous Avera. He brought his friends with Chilam, with Hishkan. He gave them food and he gave them to drink a lot. Shikra and he made sure they got drunk. He put them on one bed together with his wife. And he took the white of an egg and he poured it over there. And he pretended that they were mezana. Something doesn't smell right. I have a tradition from Shammai. We know what happens when you try to cook an egg. It gets cooked. Shekhvazera will melt from the fire. And they found out that it wasn't Zera, it was an egg. And they gave him Malkis. He didn't gain anything, he had to pay the Ksuba. This whole city was so perfect. Look at all these stories. Okay, this story is a little uh, interesting. But maybe it was a yachid that did this. It was, it was an oisnam. But in general, there was a guy, a father, son. They, they, they did a terrible affair. got rid of them. Everything went back to normal. They were tzaddikim. So why were they destroyed? Because they didn't do avelos on Yerushalayim. There's a chiv to be misabel on Yerushalayim. In the Mishnah Baruch, he brings down from the Arizal that today, in our days, during Bein the days we're in right now, so Chatzois, Hayoyim, during the day, a person should sit down on the floor and say, Imesh Kocheich. I don't know if we should sing it. Should we? No? Because it's Tishabav. Well, it's three weeks. You're not allowed to sing. It happens to be that when I 
learned the sugya. I said, I don't, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm going to learn it, say it, and I'm going to forget about it. So I sat down on the floor and I said this pasuk and I burst out crying. It was the first time I did it. I didn't I have to be mighty. I never really did tikkun chatzais. And it, it hit me. You guys should try it out. Don't push it off. One day soon. By chatzais. Says the Gemara. Oh, it happens to be that uh, Rabbi Victor Miller always says that a person should sit on the floor every day just for a moment. And he says, but don't do it in front of anybody else. Don't make, you know, you don't want to make yourself uh, a bazillion, but it's Kedai to sit on the floor and think about the Beis English for a moment. So tomorrow, Ashoka the Rispak, Chorav Beitar. Because the side of a carriage, the whole Beitar was destroyed. The famous Beitar that we have today, we say in benching, etc., that we were able to bury them. When a boy was born, Shastli Arza, they would plant a cedar. Yenukta, Shatli, Trunisa. And when a girl was born, they would plant a pine tree. When they would get married, they would chop down the tree that grew for the last 18 years or whatever and make a canopy out of it. The daughter of the Caesar came by, her car broke down. Her wagon, a piece of wood fell off. So they, they chopped down one of the, they didn't ask questions, they chopped down somebody's cedar tree. Now, this cedar tree is for the guy's chasana, you just ruined the whole thing. It's like very similar to the other story, taking away the, the, the rooster, the hen, the simon. I guess they didn't learn a lesson from the story before, from Har, Har Melech over there. They beat up the Romans, the, the Caesar's people. Also, I'm related cases, so they told Caesar, Mordubach, you die, the, the Jews rebelled. Also, Laios, so they came and destroyed Betar. God of Chori, Af, Koil, carrying Israel, Hishbaruchu, cut down with his anger the horns of Israel. Omer, Bezer, Omer, Bavo, Omer, Yochanan, Elu Shemoyin, Melef, Karne, the Karen is referring to Karne Melchama, the leaders of different, um, each one was a leader. 80,000 leaders. Of, 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 of soldiers. That's how many soldiers came in there. They killed everybody, even children. The blood went into Yamagodal. We have a, a picture, another picture that Yoshi did here. Check this out. The, the river, this Gemara is going to say in a second, turned red. You say, okay, it, was, uh, it went two feet. It was a kilometer away. There's two rivers. One goes in different directions. They go different directions from each other. Two parts water, one part blood. Seven years, the Goyim, used this blood for their fertilizer. We learned, I believe in Yuma, that the blood of the Beis HaMikdash went into a certain pipe and would go out and they would sell it to the farmers. Blood, I guess, is a good fertilizer. Sponsored by Mordechai Sepaznik and by the Tehillim group, Tehillim, MDY Tehillim, Tehillim, that eight min, an older fellow Yerushalayim told me, right over here in this valley, the, the butcher, his name, he killed 2.1 million people, 210 
times 10,000 reboy or 10,000 reboy. Reboy killed 940,000 11 achas on one stone. The blood of Zechariah, which was on the floor of the Beis HaMikdash, was bubbling 250 years after Zechariah was killed. There's a whole story over there with Yoyosh's mother, wanted to be the queen, she killed out her whole family, and the Chacham was scared she's going to kill this baby. They took the baby Yoyosh, they put him in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they figured Kodesh HaKadoshim is not going to go look for him in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, put it in there with a nurse, and he grew up for six years, I think it was, in there. And when they finally decided, okay, he's the king, he was a good person, he was a good king, until it got to his head. When people told him, hey, you're, you're like something special because you grew up in Kodesh HaKadoshim, it must be something out of this world. Then he started doing crazy things, and he killed, Zechariah came to, to give them Musr, they killed him. And he sees a, a supernatural thing. He sees blood that's boiling. He touches the floor. It's cold. What is going on over here? This is from the Karbanas. He didn't buy it. So he takes a, the blood of a goat, puts it next. It doesn't look like the same color. It takes the blood of a, of a cow. It's not the same thing. Don't lie to me. You can tell me the truth, great. Similar to what they did to Rebbe Kiva, we'll take the metal combs and we'll just. And what? Baiter. My name is Oh, what could we say? We had a Nabi 250 years ago. Give us Musr. We got off the Katlin and we killed him. Vokamishnin, the law, Konayr Dome, 250 years, it's not resting, his blood is still boiling. Oh, hello, I know my Faisinale. What does the guy say? I'll take revenge for him. I see Sanedric Doyla. He took the Sanedrin, 71 Gdoyle Adar, the Sanedric Tano, 23 of the Sanedrin, the Tano, the smaller Sanedrin, not in the base of English, the side over there. Kotel Alavei, Vilayna. He shechted them right above the blood of Zechariah to see maybe their blood will be the revenge. No, nothing. Bachurim Sulais, he killed young children. I see Tinoch No, so the younger adults, younger adults. I see Tinoch, then he brought the children from Cheder. The blood kept on boiling. So this Russia, the Ruzardan, starts talking to him. Zechariah, Zechariah. I killed the best of the best, the Sanhedrin, the, the children, without Averis. You want me to kill all of Israel? Immediately it stopped bubbling. Thought about Tshuva, thought, he didn't even say anything. If Klai Israel killed one person, Zechariah. This is what happens 250 years later, this blood, this bubbling. I killed all these hundreds of people. He ran away and he became a ger. He left over some document to tell his family what to do with all his belongings and he became a ger. Why? He saw something that, that was incredible. He saw... It bubbling, so you could have tirutzim. Why is it bubbling? Maybe this, maybe that, this component, that composition. But then when he said some tefillah, he said, Zachary, Zachary, and it stopped, he realized 
There must be a rebarnish lailam. And all you need to do is shuva in your head. You don't even have to say it. It's all shuva in their head. Says the Gemara Tana, Naman Ger Naman became a Ger. Ger says, Rashi always, according to one shita, is, is he stopped doing Avodah Zara. Sometimes Ger Toshev, Machlaik is Ger Toshev, can mean stop. He, he was Mikhaim, the Shev Mrs. Benayach. He did. He doesn't do Avodah Zara anymore. Nivuzardon Ger Tzedekaya. Nivuzardon was a complete Ger. Mibnei Banav Shalhaman. The, the anacles of Haman, limdu Torah b'bnei brak. They taught Torah b'bnei brak. This is a shayla. How could they even accept the children of Haman to be gerim? Amaleki. We have a mechias amalek. We say that Haman might have, was an was a eved to, to, to Mordechai because the kikir slachem. So then his children were avadim. So all you need to do is release them and they become Jewish. There's a girsa here, huh? By me, it says, I know we always said Lamdu. By me, it says Limdu. What does it say by you? It says Lamdu. Okay. It says by you, Limdu, and the Arsha says Limdu. By you, you have what? The Mesifta. It says Lamdu. Archer says Limdu. And this is the same company as yours. This is Ayz Vahadar. It says Limdu here. Okay. It's a big nafkimina if they taught. Oh, and I'll tell you pshat. I'll tell you pshat in, in, in the Machlegis art scroll and the Izvahadar. There's a girsa here that says who it is. It says that it's Rib Shmuel Bar Shelas, who is the, the, the famous when they want to talk about the, 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 the best Milamed, Rib Shmuel Bar Shelas. So if it's Rib Shmuel Bar Shelas, if you have that girsa, so then it's Limdu. They taught. If you don't have that, then maybe you could say Lamdu. Also by you it says Lamdu here? Ah, over here Lamdu. Okay. So you see this, you can be a big Russia, Sisra, you can be Sancherev, and if you do Tshuva, it's always in Skabal. The, the worst of the worst, people that destroy Klai Yisrael, if you do Tshuva, you become a Ger, you can teach Torah to Yidin one day. Maninun, and, and, and that's Stam, Limdu Torah. Who are the Bnei Bonav of Sacherev? Shmaiv Avtalion, Hillel's Rebbe, Rabbein. The Zugois, Shmaiv Avtalion, it's in, in, in Ovis. Hainan Dachsev, they brought Torah, the, 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 the chain of Torah. Hainan Dachsev, Nasati is Doma Tzchiach, Sela, Lebulti, Kosois. Hakol Kol Yaakov, Yudayim, the Yisrael, the famous Pasuk, when Yaakov Avinu tried to fool Yitzchak and take the brachas, so Yitzchak said, the voice is that of Yaakov, but the hands feel like the hands of Esau. Hakol ze. So there's a different girsa here. Tachyanos, not Adrianos, doesn't fit in. And it's interesting because this Tachyanos, it's, it's not easy to say, but Tachyanos was a Jew. Tachyanos Kaisar, Shaharag Belchzan Yushim Mitzrayim, Shishim Riboy, a Yid, what a Yid could do. Al Shishim Riboy, two times 600,000, 1.2 million. Twice the amount of people that came out of Mitzrayim. Kol Yaakov, Zas Pasyonos. So over here the Gaur is Adrayonos. It's a different generation. Kesar. Shoy Vikrach Besar. Arba Mois Reboy. Four million people. Vamrila. Arba Salafim Reboy. Forty million. Again, the forty, the four hundred. Kubitz Alashan of Guzma. Vaidaim Ideyesov. Zumachasur Shah. Rome. 
they destroyed our basic sovereigns, and they removed us from our country. When you want a good fila, it, it comes from the descendants of Yaakov, you get the hands, the power, uh, a winning army has in it some edoim in it. Rebbe Lazar, who says that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of Lashon Hara, he says, with the whip of the, of the mouth, of the tongue, hide, because of Lashon Hara, on the rivers of Bavel, we sat and we cried. It's very hard not to sing this now, but because of the days. David saying this pasuk from the pasuk you see that he knew about the first churban and the second churban. He wasn't zayicha to see the bais rishon. Only his son Shleima. Because Klai Yisrael was chased out and they had to leave and go to Bavel. So obviously he knew about Churban and Bayez. In the second Churban, boys and girls who were captured by the Romans for color and for shame. In other words, for Avera, the boys also with Scharim and the girls, for Avera, they realized that they weren't just being captured to be slaves, they were being captured to do Avera's Lomaim Mispachim. Amru, they were on the ship. If we drown ourselves on Ubarim Chayelim Abba, we'll at least get Ganeiden. Darish Lema Gadoshbem, the older one, got up. Omar, Adonai Bashan Oshiv, Oshiv Yom. Hashem will. Answer from the depths of the sea, between the, the, the teeth of the lion, those who drown in the sea. The girls heard this. They all jumped into the ocean, which reminds me of the famous story of the girl that a Cossack grabbed her and he was about to do an Avera with her. And he, she said, You know, we, in our tradition, we have a special posuk that we say that could save us from a knife. He says, it's impossible. He says, try it. Look, I'm going to say this. You stab me and I'm not going to die. So she said, and he stabbed her right in the heart and she died. Because she didn't want to be over the Avera. They jumped into the ocean. Sometimes you're allowed to commit suicide when you're going to be over Avera. So the boy said, this is human nature. This is how it is. Unfortunately, Certainly, we shouldn't be over the Avera and Afeim Kavtsu Lutachayam, and they drown. We considered like sheep going to slaughter. So, when I learned the Sugya, I thought we're talking about Chana Veshiva Bonel, which is not even mentioned in, in Shas, it's mentioned in Medrash. And we found out that L'Chair, we're not talking about Hanav Sheva Bonel. We're talking about an identical story, but in a different generation. And her name is Miriam Bas Hanachtoim. Why her name is not mentioned there, I'm not even sure. Asiu Lekhamolik made the Kesar. They brought her and her seven boys from the Caesar. Omer Lei, Plach Tell the oldest one, Du Avedi Zara. Omer Luhu, 
I'm not going to battle Abizar. They killed him. They brought the second boy. It's interesting because each boy said another pasuk in the Torah. A different one. Sarah said the Marsha asks, why didn't the first boy say this pasuk? This is the main pasuk. And why do you need seven psukim? I in the Marsha, he says about the seven days of the week, each one was killed on another day. Apku v'kitlu, and they killed him. Asiyu l'idok, they brought the third one. Amr le'i, plach l'avidizara, you have a chance to save yourself, not like your brothers, amalu, kosabatar zevech l'alihim, yechram, if you slaughter to another god, you'll be destroyed. Apku v'kitlu, they killed him. Asiyu l'idok, for Amr le'i, plach l'avidizara, amalu, now this kid, it says in the Medrash, this kid was only two and a half years old. It says, what's the Lashen? Menachem. It's Shnosayim v'chetzi v'sheish shoyis umechza. Something like that. The exact hour. He's only six hours and a half. He's two and a half and six hours old. Why the measure says that? I don't know. So we're not just making this up that he's two and a half years old. We know exactly when he's born. But listen to what he says. Kid's a genius. He says, you two and a half year old. Bow. Kozbatoyis Hashem he'amarto. We swore that we're not going to trade him for another God. And in return, swore and he's not going to take another nation. So Caesar tells him, So we already had this picture, but I just, the Gemara brings it again. Where was it? This guy, the signet. I'm going to drop this by mistake. I'm going to make kilo. I drop it. You'll pick it up. So you have a good answer, a good terrorist why you bowed. Now, he saw his six brothers dying. He has a great way out of it. It might even be mutter. There's a taxi driver in Bet Shemesh, who used to be a police officer, and he was called to the Minzar. There's a famous church here on the mountain. They own a tremendous, huh? Bet Jamal. And he was, they were called, there was a break-in. So they came, two cops. One cop didn't want to go in. He's like, I'm a Kayan, I can't go in. He made up a story. She said, okay, you go in. So another guy goes in, and they brought him into this uh, room, and, uh, and there's a small like, like door. And he realized that if he bends in to go in, there's a big cross there. So he turned around and went in backwards. And they didn't like it. And they, they, they called Rome, a whole thing, and they fired this guy. They fired him, and today's a taxi driver. You gotta be careful. I don't want to even want. No, I'm just doing my job. I'm not bowing. I'm going in. No, gotta be careful. This two and a half year old tells this Caesar, It's a shame on you. Shame on you. Look at you. You so want me to bow to you, and you can't stand that us kids are not bowing to you, and you're willing to, to lower yourself and make up a story that you dropped your ring. What about Melch Malchem Lachim? Apkul Mikdale. So they brought him out to kill him. Omr Lu Ime. So the mother said, 
at least let me kiss him a little bit. A two and a half year old is going to die. Let me kiss him. Which reminds me also of the famous story. I like to say it a lot because of Mamish. It touched me when I the first time I saw it when the Russian mother, she was finally able to do a bris for her son and they gave her the boy. <laughs> Joke over there, think about it. She took the boy and she kissed him and she fell on, she fell on the ground, she fainted. So what's pshat? She said she wouldn't kiss him. She made a nether, she's not going to kiss him until he gets a bris milah. To make sure that he gets a bris milah. So let me kiss my boy, let me kiss my boy. But here's a powerful story. Omer Loi, instead of kissing him, she used that opportunity not, to say goodbye to her kid, kiss, hug the kid. No. Go tell your father, you did a kedah on one son. Not even. You tied him up. You didn't even have to kill him. And I just sacrificed seven. Unbelievable. She, got, she went crazy. She jumped off the roof. Some, some say she fell off by mistake. She was so delirious that she, she, she didn't commit suicide. Afa Pikein says over here, Yotza Baskal Amra. A heavenly voice came out of Baskal. Aim Habarim Smeicha. I think this is a tremendous chizuk and a nechama for people that lost young ones. It says here, she lost seven kids. Seven kids. And she herself committed suicide. What, what could be sadder than that? But the mice at the end of the day, what counts? Being happy up there in Nailam Amos. She was happy in Nailam Amos. We could be sad in this, in this world and we think, ah, it's so sad. How? She lost seven kids, seven kids. No. At the end of the day, she was very happy. Rabbi Shua ben Levi Omar, Zumila, Shinitam Bashmini. Brismila, many kids over the years died from Brismila. So this Pasuk, I forgot to show you this Pasuk that we're talking about the entire time. Every day we die for you, Akash Baruchu. Nikshav Nukitsoin Tivcha. Rashi learns that they take the, the knife of Shechita and they show it on their neck. They say, oh, go like this. And sometimes it slips and slits their throat. That's a Ragnikolayim. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't show on your own throat. Masha says, no, it's Altiftach Pele Satan. You don't make a motion on your own throat. Comes out of tremendous Nafikimina, says the Darchei Tshuva. If you're teaching Hilchois Shechita, could you show with your hand? You don't have a knife. According to Rashi, you could. Because the whole problem is you might slit your throat. You're not going to slit your throat with your hand. But according to Marsha, it's a problem. Anything you show on yourself, besides Saras. Again, if anybody has Pshat, why sometimes the Gemara calls this Dover Acher, a pig is Dover Acher, and this is Dover Acher, and the different things are Dover Acher. Saras is always called Dover Acher. They kill themselves over Torah. I don't know, I'll go as far as saying, don't take it, don't take it from me, look it up. But if a person gets up early in the morning, he, do, he loves to sleep, he loves that cozy blanket, and he gets up 10 minutes early to learn. He's killing himself which Misa, his sleep is like Misa, but killing himself at Torah, not watching that movie and learning instead, learning on the flight, learning when you don't want to, learning in Benazmanim, Benazdarim, Meimis Atzmei Olel. 
then the Torah is miskaim you should never zoysa Torah Adam kiyomis boil raboysai. We should see the binyan is hamilish bekoroiv. So we're continuing the sugya of Tishabov. And before we do that, today we have additional sponsors. The way it's going to work is the first half of the daf, Nunchesam and Aleph, is all about the Khurban and Nunchesam and Beis is back to the sugyas of Sikrikoin that we were discussing. The Koilol, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood, Luschush Lamas Esther Bas Bela, the Koilol. Sponsored to thank Hashem that I'm able to thank Him for everything that I have. The Parasachodish of Razner, Lili Nishmas's son, 17 year old, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Shlomo Yehuda, Yeshiva Bachar from Miami, in Yeshiva Miami. The second sponsor of the month, Lakin Lebevik family, is Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah and Achtos are the best Segula. Achtos. You know what? I'll say it now because it's Lakavit Tishabov. I, somebody just sent me a story. I literally read it four minutes ago, and I want to share it with you. I think it's a beautiful story. Um, I forgot the Rav's name, Rav Aaron Toisag, Toisag, something like that. What? Toisag, Toisag. Rav, he said the following story, and it's uh, perfect for Tishabov. On Tishabov night, little Tishabov, he gave a speech about how you have to have Achtos and Shalom, and all these fights that people have with each other. He says, like a father who could be a millionaire, but when his two sons fight, it causes him a tremendous amount of pain. And all he wants is that his son should make peace and shalom. It doesn't matter how wealthy he is or not. How well, it does, that doesn't matter to him. Wealth doesn't, doesn't come into the picture at all because his sons are fighting. And he finished the speech with a, a very powerful speech. And one of the mispalim there that heard the speech he had a big fight with his neighbor for eight years. They, they fought over the common that we just discussed with Rav They were making, uh, you know, one of them was building and he owed the other guy $20,000. He took him to the Torah. They passed him that Reuven has to pay Shimon $20,000 and Reuven never paid Shimon $20,000. They got into a very big fight. They stopped talking to each other. It was very painful to see each other in the stairwell. He heard, he heard the speech and he decided to make peace. Father needs that his son should make peace. He's going to make peace with his neighbor. So in the morning, gets up right before davening. He knocks on the guy's door. The guy opens the door. He's in shock. So you know, I was at the speech yet last night, and the rav spoke about shalom and this. I'm coming here to ask him mechila. I'm moichel you, hundred percent of the twenty thousand dollars. Let's just make up. So the guy says, you know, I was also at the same same speech, and I decided then and there to to make up with you, and. Of course, I'm Moichel you, etc. I hope you're Moichel me. I wanted to come to you. You beat me to it. Okay. And right after Tisha B'Av was over, the, the guy that got the knock on the door, he came with his wife. He brought a, a bottle of wine and an envelope. And the envelope was $5,000. He says, you were Moichel me on the 20, but I could afford five today. I want to give you five. So the guy said, you know, since you gave me five, Amamish, this time I'm really, believe Shalom, Shalom. And they made up. And he said, it's a Maisha Shalom. The guy told him the story right after the speech. The following day, the guy came to tell him the story. So, Kavatish above, we should all try, if we all had that one person that we don't get along with so well, try to make up. The Parnas HaChoydish, the Nishmas Chaya Bas Yosef, Parnas HaYoyim, Refu Shleimah, Fatinoik, Ben Bela, Fredo, Parnas HaYoyim, Zevi Fligman, 
for our dear beloved daughter, Ricky's 20th birthday. Oh, sending in for the birthday, Rivko Baz Dvoira, success and nachas. Amen. And the art for complete refuah for Chaim Tzvi Ben Leia. Lili Nishmas Imi Mayrosi Ruz Bas Remordechai. Now it's already afternoon by the time they watch this part. Nunzayin Omid Beis. Last words. Omer Rabbi Barachan Omer Biechlan. Our boyim saw Kitzutzei Tfilin Nimtu Beroshe Harugei Beitar. Again, so many people were killed in Beitar, different machlaikis, millions. They found a large amount of boxes of tefillin without the Ritzuas on the heads of the Niftarim. People would wear tefillin all day. They knew how to keep a gufnaki. And yeah, I just put this, these pictures in there because of Tishabov and etc. There is... I, didn't, I never went to this place, uh, but the, supposedly there's another museum called Martafei Shoah that has a lot of tefillin, a lot of Sifrit Torah, and, and it, it dwells more on, on that part of the, of the Shoah. I never went there, I heard it's very nice. It wasn't 40 saw, it was actually 120. There was three boxes of 40, so 3 times 40, 120. So here they're not arguing on the amount. It's 40 boxes of each box was 3 saw. So again, you have 120. The bottom line is 120 saw. Whereas the first sheet that holds, it was 40 saw of tefillin. The two sheetas, the first and the third, or the first and the second. In other words, whether it's 40 saw of tefillin, or 120 saw of tefillin that they found, ha-deresha, ha-didra. It depends. There were 40 saw of tefillin shal roish and 120 saw of tefillin shal yad. Why? Those days, I mean, I think today, the tefillin shal yad and shal roish are usually the same size. But because the Tzom Shoroish requires four boxes for the four parshias, you could actually see in this picture, if you go back to this picture, it's a strange pair of film this individual is wearing. Maybe that's all he had that day, but maybe if I could zoom in here. Look at his tefillin. I mean, literally, you see the four boxes like that. I mean, split open. It's a terrible picture. I mean, the guys in the background, I wish I could just erase them, but that's the whole picture. Akhoponim, because it requires four boxes and four parshias, so they are that much larger than the Tfilin Shuliyad, asks Rashi, then why are you saying that they're three times the amount? 40, 40 saw of Tfilin Shulroish versus the smaller Tfilin Shuliyad, 120. It should be 160 because there's four boxes on a Tfilin Shoroish versus the one box of Tfilin Shoyad. says Rashi, yeah, but the box of Shoyad is much larger than the typical box of Shoroish. Shoroish has four small boxes that contain one parsha each, so they're very narrow. But the Tfilin Shoyad that has all four parshas in one box, that box is going to be slightly larger than the Tfilin Shoroish. And therefore, the Cheshman works out well that 
Tefillin Shoroish in those days was three times the size of Tefillin Shayad, not four times. Omar Rebbe Asi Moyach. This is sad. Four kav of brains, nimtu al achas, on one stone. Ulo Omar Tishas Kabim, Tisha Kabim, Omar Avkanav, Yisem Shiloh Bar Mori, Maikro. Where do we see this in the Pasuk? Bas Babal Ashadudo, the daughter of Babal. Ashrei Shei Shalom Loch. So, Ashrei Shei Shalom Loch, there's going to be a revenge for the people of Babel. And what does it say afterwards? It's actually a song. I mean, the words don't really fit into the song so well. Such words. Ashrei Shei Yoiches Venipetz. Morchami David has a song in this. Ashrei Shei Yoiches Venipetz. Es Alelayich El Hasolach. Praiseworthy is the one that'll take this, this Babylonian and smash his brains on a stone. Okay, fine. That's a song, song. But the point is that it's a revenge. Revenge means you did it to me, I'm going to do it back to you. I'm going to smash your brains on a stone because you smashed ours. How much? Tishokabim says in the puzzle that there was something like that. They found a very large amount of of uh, brains on a stone. It just happens to be, I want to ask Rabbi Nachman, but he's not here now. The story, I recall the story that he said in uh, an Incredible about Rabbi, Rabbi Wallace's father, Rabbi Wallace, they caught him in, in, the, in the concentration camp with Tfilanon, so the Nazi said, I'm gonna whack you in the head, I don't remember how many times, 30 times, and if you put your hands down or something, then I'm gonna kill you. So, huh? He had a whole two stones, while he whacked him in the head and he somehow survived. And so you know the story, so just tell me if this is right. And there was a woman there that watched this and saw how incredible it was and she decided to marry him. That's the, no, that's not the end of the story? That's not, that, that's not part of it, okay. Good thing Nachman isn't there because he would have really, well, maybe he would have told us the real story. Okay, so I made that up. But it, huh? Survived, that part he survived, but I thought he ended up marrying the woman. She was there. You remember that? Yeah, Ellie remembers it. Oh, in the second book. How come he didn't remember in the first book? It's another Shiloh. These precious children of Tzion. What does Misulay mean? Now, pause. A lot of people think that pause is gold, right? It says the Torah is is is. is Better than Paz. We say it in, in Shabbos, no? Paz, Paz. If you look at Likute Rashi right here, he says, he brings from Avedi Zara, Likute Rashi and Avedi Zara, that Paz means a very, very valuable stone. It's not a type of a gold. It kind of fits in better now. My misuloyim be Paz. What does it mean, misuloyim? That they were coated with this special stone. There's only two very small stones in the entire world. And one of them ended up in Rome. So let's say they were in Rome. There was only one tiny amount of the stone. What do you mean? Everybody was covered in the stone. They put to shame. That's the lush in there. They put to shame the, the beautiful stone. The Jewish boys put it to shame. The what? The 
They would take this beautiful signet and they would have relations while they looked at this gushpanka. You see, we see throughout Shas that also with, with Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan would stand in a place that the women would be able to see his beauty and therefore have children like Rabbi Yochanan. In other words, everything in this world really, physical action, you could change with your, with your mind. So if you have the right thoughts, you could change a physical action. So even the Romans knew about this. Mikan ve'elach, but once they realized that they have these Jewish boys, who are beautiful boys, Maisu b'nei Yisrael, they would take these boys, Va'asir be'kari the parayu, they would tie them to the bed of Mishamshim to have relations. So one boy asked his friend, where is this terrible punishment that I have to be tied to somebody's bed? Where does it say it in the Torah? In the Techoch it says, There are other ones that are not even in the Torah. Well, what is it? You know, you can ask the This terrible Mako. Omar, it seems like from this Gemara that he's a very, very young child. Because he didn't know the Torah. In those days, the, the kids, we, you know, the kids are the, the very well versed in the Torah. He says, I don't remember getting to it. You know, most even today, a kid does a, you know, see him on, on, on Chumash. He didn't get there. He doesn't, where is it in the Torah? Omalei, Ingad, you're very, very close. Pusto Palga, one and a half pages away, one and a half columns away from where you are. I looked up, I didn't have that much time today, unfortunately. I just looked up in, in the Ben Yayada, unfortunately nothing. Like I, I wanted, what is he trying to say? What's the Gemara trying to say here? I don't know, if you have a good shot, let me know. He said, oh, you, were, you were that close. You, mamish, you almost learned it. You're only one and a half pages away. Like Kilo, like, I'm, I'm not even sure. Like, we're that close to the Gula, we're that close to, to what? what? What is he trying to say? There's some sort of uh, message here. Omalei, and, and this also. And if I would have learned that one and a half pages further, I wouldn't even need you. No, okay, you do need him. I don't need him. Basically, the grief that my eye has for my from all the girls of my city says the Gemara. There are four hundred shuls. So again, I, I just want to be magdim. I spoke about. I once did a thing where every time the Gemara mentioned four hundred, I wrote it down. But you know, like everything else. That probably stopped in Brochus Daf Zayin somewhere. No, whatever. It's like I did it for a few Masechtas. There's many times in Shas, 400, and it's a guzma. 400 shuls. I'm not saying it is a guzma, but you could, you could answer it's a guzma. In each one of the 400 shuls, there's 400 rabbeim. And each one had 400 students. And when the enemy came in there, they would hit them with their pencils, whatever little stick they had. They were able to destroy them because you have millions of kids. And when the enemy came and was able to overcome them, terrible Maisa Rabbi we just read it as if it's you know another story. They wrapped these children with the with the Sifir Torah, with the Chumashim that were written on parchment, 
they burnt them alive. At least one person wrote to me th- today that as he was listening to the shir, he was crying. I wonder how many people were like that. I, what I said, when I, when I said the shir, Baruch Hashem, I wasn't mamish, maybe all the way at the end. But as I was reading, just these stories are, you can just read it. It's like, okay, another story. They burnt kids. They burnt them with what? Not stam. Each one is like a, a, a shtach. You know, we're not just going to burn you with toilet paper. We're going to burn you with the safer that you're learning from. He went to a large city in Rome. There's one child in, in jail. There's another time we just we also learned. I believe remember we had a nazar that had beautiful curly hair. Yeah, the same idea. Beautiful eyes, very good looking. And his hair was curly. Of course, all the Hasidim are going to say, "Oh, his Araya, they have payas." And Rabbi Shua ben Hanani went to the jail. Who gave the spoil of Yaakov Yisrael to the, the boysism, those who grab it. And the, the, the child answered, It's Hashem that we, we, we sin to Hashem. We didn't go in his ways and we didn't listen to his Torah. Omar says, Rabbi Shuab and Hananya, Muftachani boy, Shemoyer Rabbi Yisrael. I can tell that this child is going to be, going to be a great Jew. He's going to be a big Paisik, Ha'avoida. And I swear, She'eni zoz mikan, Ad she'evdenu b'chomon mo'in, She'paiskin olav. Whatever they want, I am going to redeem him. How are you allowed to do that? We just learned. You can't redeem a person for more than his value because of Tikkun Ha'olam. The answer is, Taisus, that he said he's going to be a goggle. For a goggle, you're allowed to. The question is, for those who ask, everybody seems to ask, so what if he, he knew to finish a Pasuk? He just finished the Pasuk. Rebbe Hanani started the Pasuk, so the child finished the Pasuk. It wasn't a big deal in those days. Every kid knew how to finish a Pasuk. Today, all the kids in Zichru, and there's, I don't remember how many schools of Zichru in Israel, maybe 50, 60. Most of the kids in Zichru, you... Say this possibly they can answer the possibly. I have three nephews in those schools, they could all do it. So the Ben Yayada says that he, he was asking him, is this, there's two types of Xera, there's a Xera that's from Akash Baruch Hu, and there's a Xera that Hashem says, you know what, I'm done with you, you're so bad, I'm out of here, and then the Malachi Chabala, they take over and they, they do their thing. And Rabbi Hanani asked, which one is it? And the Ben says that the kid pointed to the word, he emphasized the word zu. He said, Hashem, zu chatanu. It's, it's, it's the one from Hashem. Okay, I ain't sure. He was able to redeem this kid. He actually became a big god. Now there's the famous song, Tanya, Amr Bishmal ben Elisha, Avram Fried song, maybe this generation doesn't remember it, but Bishmal ben Elisha, Pamachas Nechnasti, Lahaktik Torahs, Lefnai Belefnim, he was a kind God. It's not this Bishmal ben Elisha, the Belzer told me, brought me rice and, and, and the whole thing. Then I saw the art scroll later on also says the same thing. It's not, it's, it's his grandson. Okay. There's a Toysvis in 
Kedushin, or whatever, immediately showed me where it is. Taisus right over here says there's two Ben Elishas and brings this to Omer Yud Omer Ra. Maisev Ibnoi Babita Shore Bishmal Ben Elishas Shinishbulu Lushne Adoin. We know this story because we say it in the Kinnis. There was a story with a brother and a sister, the children of Bishmal Ben Elisha. Now you know that Bishmal Ben Elisha, the grandfather was very good looking. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, this one, very good looking. It's genetic, so he had two good looking children. And they were captured by two different people. The two masters, they met each other. I have the best looking slave in the world. Most beautiful one in the world, Shivcha. Amru, so they had a great idea. Let's get them married. And then we'll split. The offspring, mamish like an animal, like vladis. They put them in a room. They both sat in different corners. They didn't look at each other. They didn't touch each other. I'm the son of a koyin who's the son. My great, my great, my grandfather, my great grandfather is Rabbi Shmuel and Elisha. Gdoylim esa shivcha koyhanim gdoylim. My great grandfather was a coin Gadol. As a shivcha, I'm going to marry a shivcha. What I'm going to marry a slave. They, they cried the entire night. Once the sun came out, there was a little light. They recognized each other. And they fell on top of each other. They hugged each other. And they screamed out in tremendous cry. They died from Tsar. And here he says in Kino, There's a story with Tzofnas. Tzofnas, she's a beautiful woman. She's the daughter. The reason why I say what her name is and who her father is to tell you who she was and where she came from. She's the daughter of the Kohen Gadol, the greatest man alive, who served in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Kodesh HaKadoshim right over here, let's see. For those of you who are not familiar, in this small box right over here is the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Beis HaMikdash, where only the Kohen Gadol is allowed in there, even for repairs, they would lower a box that you couldn't look around and see and, and, and they would repair the walls once in, every so often. But no one in the Bay Shani, I think there's like 400, how much is 380 that never didn't make it through the year. Because if you went in there and you weren't Roy, they, had a, they, they tied a rope to the, to the Kohen Gadol's foot and they would slap him out dead. So he he made it through. He was a big hush of a person. The captor tortured her the entire night. The following day, he dressed her in seven garments, so you can't tell exactly who she is and what she is. And he went to sell her. And that's how it was in those days. You could be walking down the street, all of a sudden somebody grabs you, puts you in a, in a trunk of a car, and the next day you're working for somebody. You're a slave. A disgusting looking human being came. Omar Loi, and he says to him, I want to see what she looks like. Omar Loi, Reiko, you, you lowlife. You want to purchase her buyer. Look at you. Who are you? 
There's nothing as beautiful as this. Oh my Lord, I have a BK. I want to see. I know. I'm not going to purchase her until I can see. If she obviously he didn't want to purchase her time to work. If she does, she should look him. So he removed six of the garments. So he could see something. But when it came to the seventh karata, she herself ripped it. When it's palsho and she she rolled around in the dust to make herself disgusting. Amr lefanov, and she said to Rabbi Nishlei, Rabbi Nishlei, in Malena loichasta, if on us you didn't have rachmanus, al kedusha shimcha hagibar lama loisachos. Where's your gvura? Says Rashi. How do you let this happen? Valeo, according to Yirmiya, and Yirmiya said this, Bas Ami Chigri Sok, Bis Pal Shiba Efer, they roll around in the dust. Evel Yochid Asiloch, Mispa Tamrurim, Ki Pisom Yovaya Shoyde the Lenu, the Shoyde, the bad guy will come all of a sudden. Olayach Lein Amar, doesn't talk about singular, on you. Elo Lenu, Hashem is saying that this Shoyde is coming on us. In other words, Hashem, Kaviach is putting himself in the same boat as us. It's not, he's not, they're not harming only the Jews, he's harming Hashem. They took away the, the house, the, 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 his inheritance. This Rabbi says is a, a very, very sad story. How, how, how low a person can act. He desired his, his master's wife. Now, rabbi doesn't mean his rebbe in Torah, says Rashi. The next words are, He was an apprentice at, at, by a carpenter. In other words, his master was a carpenter. Master carpenter. And he's an apprentice. He's learning how to be a carpenter. And he wanted his wife. The master of carpenter needed some money. You know what? I'll give you some money. Just make sure. Give me a picot and give me your wife. He's desperate. So he sent the wife to him. Now it's not clear over here. We could say that they didn't do anything. She was just there in his house, locked up somewhere in a room for three days. Could say that. So now the master comes back. And he has the money. Where? Where's my wife? He liked him. I didn't want her here. I told her to go home. And I heard that she was over in Aveira on the way. All I care is you're good, of course. I'm telling you, Gersha, Gershel, get rid of her, divorce her. Oh my Lord, I can't afford Aksuba. I would love to divorce her. In fact, I'm not allowed to be married to her because she's Mizana. But I, I can't afford the Ksuba, which I do. Oh my Lord, I'm a nice guy. I'll give you the money, the same like Subasa, and then you'll be able to give her the Ksuba. Oh my Zevi Gersha, so he divorced her. So this Rosh Marusha went and married her. Now he married a woman who has a lot of money because he lent the money so she can have the money for the ksuba, for shtayst. Time came and he couldn't pay back. The master carpenter didn't have money to pay back the ksuba. 
this Russian Marusha. This is one of the craziest stories of all time. He says, you know what? Not only did I marry your wife and I tricked you into divorcing her, but you know what? You could pay off the loan. Here, come to my house, pay it off. The apprentice Russia is sitting, eating and drinking without a care. And the original husband, the first husband, is sitting and serving his ex-wife who was stolen from him. And he's crying as the tears are falling into their cups of wine. Hashem saw this and he was furious. And he said, that's it. I'm going to do the Churban Abayis. One person who could act like that. One Russia who, after everything, let him work it out in the field. No, I'm going to make him work in front of his wife that I stole from him and he can't do anything about it. Even if he wants to, he can never marry her because she married somebody else. Russia Marusha caused the Churban. There's two men with one woman. In other words, the, the, because of the Ashish Ish, that this, uh, it's a Shiloh, had to learn the Gemara, but one shot is that this apprentice, he was over on Ashish Ish. She was still married the first time he was with her in those first three days. And now Rabbi Isai, I mean, we could sing an Imam, but whatever, the was not into it. We're starting the sugya, going back to the sugya in Gitin. The, the sugya, it's actually the Mishnah that got us into this whole sugya of Tishabov, of the Churban Abayas. So it said in the Mishnah, and you Yosef, you could cut it over here. This is the end of that Tishabov thing. Huh? Yeah. We should be zaycha that the next Tishabov will all be in Yerushalayim, Irak Kodesh, the Meheirah.